Sometimes a movie is so bad it's a clinic on film game. At least how to do it wrong. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i'm talking about sorry fantasy island i forgot the name of the movie for a hot second and fantasy island is one i kind of delayed watching because the reviews of it weren't great but i'm a completionist and i just kind of like eh, well it's a recent horror movie let me give it a shot and oh boy it is a rough one but it is a fascinating rough one and i wanted to explain why so without further ado let's get started A lot of people wonder why I watch bad movies. There's a lot of reasons. Sometimes you like a palate cleanser after a bunch of super serious dramas. Sometimes it's fun to laugh at unintentional incompetence, hence my love of the How Did This Get Made podcast. And sometimes a movie has such obvious flaws that it becomes a lecture's worth of material of things to avoid when making your movie. And Fantasy Island might be all three. The film follows five strangers who are flown to a tropical resort on a remote island where your wildest fantasy can come true. Intrigued by the idea, the five strangers enjoy chances to uh, face past mistakes and impossible realities. That is until their dreams turn into nightmares. So this movie is really bad. I don't think any of the actors are particularly bad. Hell, this is an all-star cast by Blumhouse standards, with fun turns from Michael Pena, Maggie Q, Lucy Hale, Jimmy O. Yang, and yeah, basically everybody. So why is this movie so awful? Well, let's dig in and start with the three big reasons. Reason number one is a tone problem. Fantasy Island cannot decide what kind of movie it is. At first glance, it plays like an upbeat horror comedy, with a bunch of silly characters trying and failing to deal with a very serious situation when everything goes to hell. Jimmy O. Yang and Ryan Hansen's journey as two codependent stepbrothers leads into this hard, and it's honestly a lot of fun. But Maggie Q's storyline may as well be from another movie. Because her storyline is so melodramatic and devoid of humor, which means when the film shifts again, and when it goes to Lucy Hale, and then back to our silly stepbrothers who are having their own adventures and troubles, it's like slamming two awkward puzzle pieces that don't fit together. Austin Stowell's character is facing family drama, and the stepbrothers are literally yelling stuff like, Come on, models! By themselves, either one of these tones is fine, but when these folks are teaming up by the end of the movie, it does not work. Reason number two is exposition, but late, or in reverse. So, here's how I would write a movie like this. I would introduce our five main characters, briefly show them in their day-to-day lives where something feels off. Then they either find an email or some kind of invitation to come to Fantasy Island, all expenses paid. And since things aren't going well at the moment, they embrace it and take the plunge. Why is this important? Well, it means we have time to learn about our characters and get attached to them, or at least learn what's driving them, before they end up on the island and reveal their fantasy. Take our character who wants to be a soldier. When we meet him, we see him with dog tags, which makes his reveal that he's a cop, not a soldier, very strange, as well as this notion that he's not courageous. It's really weird. There's nothing we've seen from him that indicates he's a coward or is unsure of his career or anything. 
it means this mo moment feels like a series of weird reveal moments where the character is shocked, but the audience doesn't know why. And that's before we get to the biggest twist. So that brings us to reason three, the twist. So full spoilers ahead for this two-year-old movie, but uh, it's very bad and who cares? Also, I feel bad for Lucy Hale, who only seems to get stuck with material with bad twists. Pretty little liars, anyway. All right, so let's get into the big twist. The big twist is that the six people in total have been brought to the island, one was brought in earlier, uh, were brought as part of one person's fantasy. And that person is Melanie, played by Lucy Hale. As it turns out, all of these other people either had failures of courage or made mistakes that led to the death of a guy named Nick. And Melanie's fantasy is killing them all off as an act of retribution. And to put it lightly, this breaks any semblance of logic the movie had going for it at this point. It's really dumb because Melanie's fantasy is obviously messed up and immoral, so you'd think by the logic of the film that this would be a fantasy that would turn dark on her. Especially because we find out that Melanie barely knew this guy and is mad because Nick died before they could get a second coffee together. Like, why is this island or the magic that drives this place so on board with this? This really highlights how underdeveloped the film's approach to the island's magic is. The other problem is that the film doesn't get any hints that this could have been possible. There's a couple of flashes of a burned man, but not everyone sees them, and it doesn't seem like any of them are carrying a burden around this. Likewise, Melanie shows no signs of being a bad guy until the movie decides she's the bad guy. And let's take Melanie's earlier actions. Initially, she reveals that she wants to get revenge on a childhood bully and indulges in some light torture. Is that a phrase? And said bully until she realizes it's all real. Once she does, she takes it upon herself to free her former bully and help her find help. But if her entire motivation was revenge for Nick, why is this lady here and why doesn't this she let this lady get killed? It doesn't make any sense unless you're intentionally misleading the audience. The verdict is, it's interestingly bad, but still bad. Like a bunch of ideas thrown into a blender, Fantasy Island has a lot going on, but no cohesive whole. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.